Welcome to the table. I'm Wills. And I'm Wheezy. All right. Well, we are sh- making our third episode of Table Talk today. That means we have lasted three episodes of Cammy's Pipe Dream. So, for everybody who has listened, we've made it this far. Hardest part is beginning, and we're still here. So, um, I'm sorry. I haven't lost Kagan yet. <laughs> yeah, that's really what it comes down to. Y'all know when we start having like um, guests every week, <laughs> probably lost Kagan. <laughs> Well, he quit on me. <laughs> he quit my dream. <laughs> it's Cammy's world. We're just living in it. So we're shooting our third episode today. For everybody who has listened to the first two episodes, thank you so much. And we love hearing your feedback and your questions and comments. Please, if you have more, feel free to uh, keep letting us know. But today, what are we talking about? Wheezy? You. Oh. <laughs> This is going to be the best episode yet. Boy, we're going to be talking about me. Okay. What are we talking about? Why I get annoyed with you. Oh, never mind. Okay, guys. Well, thank you for listening. That was all for today's uh, third episode. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Okay. Well, Okay. I guess um, we're talking about what annoys us about each other. There's quite a bit that's there, a start. Sure. That's the start. And then um, we'll go from there. It gets a little bit deeper. Okay, so how we make this work is Cammy, of course, has the notes and is organized, and she just has the um, Kagan so, has the notes, just too. He just chooses. Let's start with what annoys us right there. You also have the notes. I you know, just choose not to open it. But the point of the, like, it just makes it more, like, co- fun conversation. Okay, the notes of, are literally three bullet points to keep okay, you from getting derailed. <laughs> What was the first bullet point? What annoys us about each other? That was it? These are questions that came from people. That's what the notes are. Oh, for real? Yes. I thought you just made it up in your head. This oh, your world. my I'm just gosh. It. No, it's because you weren't on board originally. So I just kind of like, <laughs> I just, kinda, just kind of hanging on. <laughs> I just kind of did the thing. And yeah, I know. I yeah. A whole social media strategy before I was like, right. But consent. I put out on social media, like, what do you guys want? And people responded. Okay, well. So, what annoys you about me? Mm. I'm gonna try not to cut you off because probably the things that annoy you about me are the reasons, the things that I get annoyed with you about. So, we might be on a merry-go-round here. Um. Well, I don't know. I have to like think about this. Probably for sure, how you address things sometimes. Sometimes you like how you talk, and I just think it's because Wait. she has no emotional filter, uh-huh. but um, she'll just be like telling me something, and I'm like, why are you yelling at me? In her mind, she's not yelling. Like, just as simple as like taking the trash out. She is like on 10, <laughs> I need to take the trash out, and I'm like, okay, I didn't realize we were this, like, why, did, why are we so escalated? Why did we get here so fast? Oh, it's because you wait till there's 14 trash bags and everything's falling out. To be like, oh, maybe the trash needs to be taken out. That's literally the only thing you do at the house. Outside of your bedroom. <laughs> I wish y'all could see the uh, <laughs> reaction he just They can said. hear it, obviously, from your laugh. <laughs> he didn't agree with that, but I mean, like, what else do you do? Do you wash the dishes? No. Do you clean up your peanut butter and jelly off the countertop? Okay, wow. No, he doesn't. <laughs> Do you clean up your breadcrumbs off the stove? I don't know how they get there. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that needs to be our shower thought. How, how do breadcrumbs? <laughs> but yeah, so just, uh, I mean, overall, Cammy's emotional filter and my emotional filter are on complete opposite sides of the spectrum. We talked about this. Okay, well, you're, I'm talking about it again. You're emotional so. and I'm not. <laughs> so, Cammy just, like, says things, and I'm like, you know, you remember Drake and Josh? And I would be like, hurtful? That's how I feel. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, man, you don't have to, it's not that serious. You don't have to yell at me. But, I mean, whatever. I'm never yelling. It reeks, there's the problem, everyone. See? She's like, I'm never yelling. And I'm like, you are. I mean, sometimes, but it's, like, obvious if you I'm yelling. definitely, your tone comes across as yelling. <laughs> well, don't be so emotional. My tone won't come like, across so harsh. Like, literally this morning, we were waiting for my dad 
to come open up the coffee or come open this place so we can record. And Cammy, I'm outside trying different codes. We got locked out of our own recording place and I'm trying all these codes and I'm cold and I'm asking Cammy <laughs> and she says, I'm calling dad. And I was like, oh, I didn't realize we were at this level of intensity. <laughs> okay. But context clues, like you turned around and you're like, it's cold. And my phone is to my ear. I'm clearly trying to do something about it. I and don't know what you're doing though. You could have been calling whoever. What, Domino's? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. And then that brings us to number but two. But also, like, in that moment, if you were upset, why weren't you trying to do something about it? You I were was just... trying to unlock the door. Okay, but it wasn't working. So instead, you just did a little dance and got mad. I wasn't mad, though. Solve the problem. I wasn't mad. I was just saying, like, oh, I'm okay. cold. Okay, but your tone. No, you were not just saying. You said, um, it's cold. It, it was. It was Okay, cold. but your tone implied that you were already annoyed with me because i wasn't fixing the problem why can't you fix the problem no it's because you weren't doing your part to fix the problem what was my part did we establish that <laughs> you were supposed to be calling someone i was on the phone you can see her, her <laughs> intensity is rising you can see his stupidity is rising <laughs> no all right so then number two so the emotional filter of cammy or the lack thereof i should say and then this is just going to be an ongoing battle forever, but we're going to think about things different forever. And so just like that, I was thinking like, dang, I'm out here trying to unlock the door. Do you have any suggestions on codes that I should try? Or should, are you calling somebody or what are you doing? And she apparently she was on the phone calling dad. Well, I don't know. I can't read your mind, but I guess I'm supposed to infer that. Um, it's common sense. I mean... And I know that's lacking in your department, but... Oh, my goodness. But yeah, overall, so if I had to say the things that just, like, annoy annoy me or that. And then we just think... Yeah, we just think about things so differently. Like, she is... To put this in terms everybody understands. So, if she sees a square hole, obviously, the square peg fits into it. But I'm going to make sure that the circle, the triangle, and everything doesn't fit into it. Yeah. And that that's on my list. That would be the best thing that I know how to explain is like, I'm just going to be like, well, maybe let's try this. Let's try this. That's what annoys me is that like, obviously he's smart because he's going to go through all of these options. I mean, I don't know if you ex actually can consider that smart because why not just do it and be done and move on instead? It's like, I know the answer, well, but I'm going to find a better way. Okay, whatever. Um, but like, so he's smart, but lazy. Hmm. I would say that I am strategically lazy. <laughs> okay. Because there's certain areas of my life I'm not. Whatever keeps the tears back, but... Okay, again, rude. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. No, like... Yes, areas like, you will sit there and go through every shape... <laughs> <laughs> you just roll your eyes at me. You'll go through every shape to make sure it doesn't fit in the square, but you won't clean the crumbs up on the counter. Well, cause or the peanut butter and jelly. I don't see that. Because <laughs> you're not looking. Like, bread has crumbs. Mm -hmm. You have known that for 25 years. <laughs> also, every time you get up from the table from eating, half of your meal is on the table. Wow. Okay? So, like, you know this about you. You know you make a mess. See, she's doing it. She's and you just <laughs> firing up right now. And I'm just like, well, I didn't realize. We, I thought we were having a conversation. And you just walk off. Like, I don't Rita! realize. <laughs> I don't realize I make a mess sometimes. I do it a lot, but I just. Yeah. Hmm. And they're just like, you're done. And then I go and clean it with the paper towels that I need to throw in the trash, but I can't put them in the trash because you haven't taken it out. Anything else? <laughs> this sounds more like a therapy session. Good <laughs> Lord. Um, well, those kind of go hand in hand. Hmm. You're messy. Thank God you like live in the back of the house though now and it can just like shut like three doors and don't have to worry about it. I don't have to see it. Can I buy a vow? <laughs> no. I would agree that that is a flaw of mine that I'm kind of messy, but I'm trying to be better. But I would argue when it comes to closets, mine's more organized when I put the effort in. What? 
Okay, you have two of them. I have one that's about half the size of yours. You're welcome. Yeah, but every one of them are facing the same direction. They are color-coded. So are mine. Are they coded by short sleeve and long sleeve? And Well, I have a little bit different coding system because I have sweater, dressy, t-shirt. Mm. You just have shirts. Like, mm. you don't categorize them by, like, but see, level so like, of importance. The organization is there. I didn't say it was there. You just said yours was more than me, and no. I disagree. They're different. Okay, That's apples different. and oranges. Okay, well they're different, but still like so the same thing. Like just like I'm not lazy and just do it different. When you do it. Because you're lazy and ninety percent of the time it's in piles on your floor. Or your chair. Mm. Correct. Not ninety percent of the time. That's a little high. Okay. Eighty nine. <laughs> It's okay, like, let's it's move like on. 89, let's, 89 let's you know? I'm sure these people don't want to hear us argue about each other. Well, I mean, no. Actually, apparently, y'all put the notes in. So, sorry, guys. This is what you asked for, apparently. I know. Okay. A little bit deeper. What? I lost Wait, it. Wait, so oh. did we, like, both agree, like, we don't agree on each other no if it annoys us about each other we're not gonna agree i know but like that was that both of ours though was like the emotional thing and then just like yeah i told you i i told did i not tell you when we walked out of the house this morning we're gonna have the same annoyances because we disagree on the topic so it's gonna annoy me about you and it's gonna annoy you about mm, me probably and we did just now literally we have the same annoyances but okay. we're never gonna agree so we're just gonna be annoyed all of our life and be okay with it so what advice would you give your younger self Oh my goodness. What you mean? I'm still young. I'm driving. Wow. Okay. <laughs> me too. Ah. <laughs> You're only four years younger than me, so. You know, those little, like, when we had to do, like, the metrics of 10 in school, and you had, like, all those little blocks. You had the 100 block, the 10 block, and the little one block. You better have three of those 10 blocks. And you've got two and a half. Yeah. It's different. No, it's not. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's not your younger self. Okay, how young are we talking? I don't know. Like, Maybe it, before you screwed up. Hmm. Well, that would have been about day one. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, for sure. You are wild, dude. I don't know. However hmm. young you want to go. I think some of the best advice that I've ever heard in my life was that people are in your life for seasons. And it's up to you to figure out what those seasons are. Oh, yeah. You, people, you needed that advice. Young. Some people are just there temporary. Some people there are there for a lifetime. And you get to you get to decide how much you invest into that. And then you get to decide, like, which ones are which. And I probably definitely just naturally, I feel like I pour into people and I encourage people like they're going to be in my life forever. And then when they're not, it's like, oh, well. So I, I definitely that advice of realizing who's in your life forever and who's not and how to protect um, yourself from that. Then also, I've pretty much, I mean, I followed this advice, but I mean, we just talked about it actually at our executive meeting Thursday, but the... Uh, you can either pay now and play later, or you can play now and pay later. But if you pay later, it's usually going to be more expensive. And so just always being forward thinking and trying to put the work in to be forward thinking as far as in my life, that's been a pretty great advice for me. And then um, don't suck. <laughs> I mean, that's a good one. It's a deep, that's a deep one. That's it? You're done? Uh, that's all I can think of. Okay. Me. Um, let's see. I was wild. <sighs> well, I don't know. Kagan was Kagan was wild oh when he was like... Oh my gosh, here we go. He was wild when he was like two. 
coloring on everything just I've out just of, always had artistic expression he was out of control creative expression is not out of control yes okay well where you expressed it was out of control but here looked like a canvas to me my bedroom furniture was not a canvas okay it was a little boring <laughs> No, it had flowers and, oh. like, ribbons and, like... So, if they could put flowers on it, why can't I put my stuff <laughs> Somebody come get him. Who wants to be our next guest? Because <laughs> I'm going to kick him off. Um, okay. So, let me think how to put this. Um, I've always been a little bit... I don't think outgoing is the word. Loud? Kind of. But, like, yeah. Like, just... Uh, just a um yeah a loud personality i mean like audibly yes expressive loud yes and so um there were a lot of times that i tried to okay (laughs) enough that i tried to um quiet that rather than embrace that and like shy away from it maybe i don't know you know what i'm trying to say like like what if what if they don't like it? What if I yeah, offend them? Yeah, I was trying to them? suppress your, um, who you are based yeah. on the room. Yes, and I learned probably later in life than I should have not to do that. So if I could give advice to my younger self, would be just let it, let it go. Not that my personality, not let them go, but like just be bold, be outlandish, whatever. Um, because in the end. If I would have learned that earlier, I wouldn't have had to learn that later in life, which ended up being what got me to where I am now. Because I was 20, 21 years old, going into homes of 40-year-old parents, trying to tell them how to parent. And my personality is the only reason that I like could gain their respect or get them to trust me and believe me. So if I would have grown comfortable in that from a younger age i think it would have been more beneficial later on now it's just like everybody just kind of knows that's who i am you take it or leave it Mm -hmm. like you might get mad sorry are you sorry though do you do you care do you really care i'm sorry that you feel that way oh that's not a real apology (laughs) Well, but it's not fair that I have to suppress it's not. my personality because your emotions are high. No, I just... Like, because I wasn't attacked. I'm not mean like you a person. I apologize. <laughs> just be like, ah, well. Uh, like empathy or something? I don't mm. know. Okay. Like, you know, like, I do care that you're upset. I'm sorry that you feel that way, but I'm not going to... Mm-hmm. Um, not suppress, but give up. I think that's or, good. I'm not going to shy away from who I am because it's too bold for you. Yeah. That's it makes good. you uncomfortable. That's good advice. Like, even for me, I was always told I was too competitive. Yeah. Which still Maybe may Maybe you need to be, be more true, competitive. But and my competitive nature <laughs> has led me to so many other things and approaching things as a competition. I think it's just like overall... If we're, you know what, let's just do it. We're episode three. We're here. Let's just get deep with it. So, you know, the Bible says that we are uniquely and wonderfully and fearfully made. And so every single person, um, you know, God made different in their own. He made his own image, but with different expression, right? And so expression and our personality, but we get too busy, like trying to suppress other things for other people. But in reality, those are the gifts that God made us. And even the things that we deem as weakness are the things that are going to open the door for other situations. And so we need to just own that and own that expression because the world needs who you were created. To okay. Be. Well, from a psychological standpoint, when something someone does triggers an emotion inside of you, that person didn't know that that was in there. Number one. So it's not that person's fault. It is unearthing a unhealed area of you where you need to grow. Mm. Not that that other person needs to water themselves down. It's a chance for you to grow in what makes you uncomfortable. That's good. So. You got some other And then like, 
going along with what I said about going into people's homes at a young age, like they're not going to respect you until you do. So if I go in shy and timid and like, well, sometimes people get offended because I'm so blunt or so forward, then I'm never going to have the respect of those people because I'm not comfortable in it. So in any room you go into, nobody's going to respect you until you respect yourself. So if you don't walk in with mm. respect and owning who you are, That's then don't expect them to respect you. Yep. How can you first love somebody if you can't love yourself? Oof. Anyways, are you done? Is that it? Yeah. Moving I think on? It's like as far as advice, like, I mean, I'm sure I can think of a lot of things, but those are like the three that I'm looking back right now. If you were to ask me next week, it might change, but. Well, let's go to this, this thought. We talk about this a lot and people ask us a lot. The idea, it's not really a question, but the idea of growing up in a small town versus a big town. Can like, we just filter that for a second? Plainview is like not a big town, but in comparison. Correct. <laughs> comparison to me, it's small town versus big town and the mentality is different. But we just yes. got to filter that for everybody who's listening. Can we grow up in Plainview? Not okay, like but hold on. Houston, you know what I mean? But hold on. <laughs> I grew up in both. Yeah. You, you did not so much. I did half. get to experience. Speaking of half and half, um, for everybody Uh-oh. who knows me, um, Frosty ha- or Wendy's has a chocolate oh. Frosty oh. bag. <laughs> so get it. we're getting the half and half Frosties. We don't life's, have those in small town. That's why he's so. <laughs> life's good again because forever they were doing some stupid peppermint stuff and I just was really upset about it. So Seasonal, you know? All right. Well, back to that. So yeah, Cammie's elementary upbringing of big town and then high school upbringing of well, small I went town. to junior high too well i went to junior high and like oh, well, it yeah. doesn't even count as a town right just kind of did a little like at a stoplight got the we honestly have all three worlds we got yeah small <laughs> town no town big town <laughs> all right so let's let's let you dive in into your experiences growing up and how it shaped you and your mentality and shoot I don't know. We might have failed. Anyways. Okay. Well, I grew up. I was born. We were both born in Plainview, but. Yup. Kagan was little. Um, I. It's where I started school. Established friends. Um, I say that, but like I. Until I got to Friona, I had moved to a new school every two years of my life. So. Man, that's crazy. For real? For real. I so the two schools my entire life i was like used to the new Maybe girl three. mentality i was always the new girl although they were some of them were in the same town but it's still like a different group of people until you got I into the older didn't schools even experience that in my life of different schools in, different in the same town yeah. he's never lived in a town that had <laughs> multiple schools um so yeah so i started at a private school um, then from there, I went to public school when my mom quit teaching at the private school because along came Polly over there. Who's Polly? You. But my name's not Polly. <laughs> it's a movie dummy. Oh. Anyways. So when Kagan was born, she stayed home with him. And Why are you going to make that sound? Hold on. We're just going <laughs> to skip past that. What was that? Like, oh. So cute. Right. It's not. I was the baby um, of the So family. she did in-home daycare, and I went to public school. Um, but it was one of the smaller public schools. Um, then I went, I wanted to be with my friends that I was, like, playing sports with and all that. So I moved to another school. I was only there, actually, for one year. Then I moved to another school. Um, actually, I was there for three years. I was at that one for three years. That was a... Um, record then i went from there then we moved to so i had established like friends i was trying out for band i was in choir see in big schools you start choir and like those kind of competitive what's it called performing arts yeah Yeah, but in like the music world like the music side is performing arts anyways you can start those things in elementary wow so i started choir in fourth grade and doing like 
competitively like we have to try out you have to not like not like music class it's like we went to choir we had to show up early for school to have choir practice we had competitions we had um in elementary we didn't like go places but we did get to um try out to be able to sing with the high school choir which then they have like multiple types of choirs but we got to sing with um their choir at a show at that age anyways so I started all those things where I was making friends, wanted to move to the schools with my friends. Then I tried out for band once I was going to go into sixth grade. I was going to play the clarinet. And then my mom got a different job in Cotton Center America, which is literally the center of a cotton field with one stoplight. No, there's a stoplight? Yeah. Stop sign. No. Oh, it's, it's just a stop a sign. Stop sign. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Right there, right there at the gas station. There's uh -huh. a stop sign where two highways intersect, and so highways I, to other towns, like <laughs> right, like by highways, I mean like a two lane back country <laughs> highway. <laughs> like this is a back road for other people. For to get sure, to another, for just sure, to get to another town. Like you're lucky if there's stripes on the road, <laughs> kind of highway. Anyways, um, there. So I went from a class of like seven to 800 to seven to eight. <laughs> <laughs> it's not an exaggeration. Triggered. I hated it, but it was like part of their contract thing. Like we'll hire you, but will you bring your kids because we need attendance, you know? So wait for real. Yes. You had to go to school there. I, I mean, they can't, part of the negotiation? can't force you, but yeah, they like want your kids to come with you. Man, so we did that for two years. <laughs> And it was miserable. And then at the end of, well, in the middle of seventh grade, because we drove back and forth for a year, we commuted. Um, we, my dad took a church in Friona and we drove back and forth. And I started eighth grade in Friona and it was like kind of a happy medium, but I was still mad. I didn't want, because even when I was going to school in Cotton Center, I lived in Plainview and I was still around my friends. I was still around all of that, but I, moving to Friona, I was like, you're taking me from everything I know my life I don't want to and which I think Kagan mentioned I like just basically didn't come for a whole summer then they threw a surprise party for me on my 13th birthday and my parents showed up and were like get in the car we're leaving <laughs> surprise yeah <laughs> happy birthday so but then I graduated from Friona little old Frona and it's just different like I was used to seeing fights at school all the time and not knowing everyone in my class and having to, okay, this is a big one is having to try out for things. Like, did you ever have to try out for a sports team? For a sports team? For anything. Did you ever have to try out? For a sports team? In school? Not really. Um, we had like this first practice of every day and it wasn't like try out, but it was like, are you going to be on the A team or B team? Right. But then um, the only thing that I like tried out for was, and I didn't even like intentionally try out, kind of got tricked into a tryout. That's a whole different story. But when I, the musical for my senior year, yes, I was in a musical, everybody. I was in one act play. It was an adventure my senior year, but I, I kind of tried out. And what I mean by kind of tried out is they literally were, um, I was supposed to be reading the script for one of my one of my friends and I was just reading the script for her to try out but I didn't realize I was reading my script so yeah things like that that were like limited and then obviously like band you have to know how to play the instrument but well, other you don't than really that, try out they just kind of like you don't try out you just kind of like <laughs> you're just chair 37 <laughs> right you don't like get cut if you don't make it. You're just, yeah, chair 37 or they're like, you know, maybe we can find another instrument for you. I mean, you kind of have to try out for percussion, which you I could, didn't like, get. You could do flags or something. I'm not doing flags. I'm, I mean, like if they're not good at an instrument, oh, like they'll right. put you like on flags so, or. But still you don't get cut. Or, so. No, as you have to be good as, to be like, drum major. Never mind. Audition. I don't think so. Yeah. Okay. So literally from second, first grade first grade i had to try to make a team i had to do tryouts to make a basketball team from first grade so then i got to friona well actually it started in cotton center because then i got to cotton center and they were like if you are going to play this one sport you have to play them all 
Like there's no like you're either in athletics or you're not. There's no like I play basketball, but I don't run track. I got kicked off the track team, but (laughs) (laughs) it was a blessing for their team. Don't worry. Yeah, it for sure was. But then there's um, cross country. That's it. Y'all don't play volleyball. No, we didn't have volleyball. That was it for girls. Basketball, track, and cross. And then cheerleading. Yeah. Which you didn't have to do. But Cammy did. And she was the mascot and she was in the whole elk uniform. Wait, I did I cheered too. I was a cheerleader. So for everybody who knows Cammy now and then mascot. See, Cammy was a cheerleader. Yeah. What? Mind blown. It's because I, mean, I, I liked that, the dancing. Still. I was more of a dancer. If they had like palm squads and like dance teams, that's what I would have done. Hmm. But they didn't they barely had a cheer squad so anyways so yeah then i came so i went to that where like you're required to do it all then i came to friona where it was like yeah you can be in athletics and like he said like it was a difference in a team b team but 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 because i came from such a big town where it was competitive you did have to try out I just walked right in and this sounds cocky, but I don't mean it cocky, but nobody knew me. And I just hopped on the A team, had a starting position, but that's because from a young age I had competition. And so that's what I was used to. And I played AAU. So I played basketball literally all year round until I got into junior high sports and it just was not possible. But it was just very different. Like I just saw everything different. I felt like, like nothing is just which i don't not that kagan thinks things are just given but i had to work hard to get anything that i wanted not just show up and like well you can be a part but the um to the extent of which you're a part (laughs) will be determined by your talent Mm. not just like i had to go through like i lived through times where in a place where they were like no i'm sorry you're not good enough you don't get to play you're like you're not on the team which is something that kids these days need more of yeah we got too many soft kids out here getting participation trophies Ooh. anyways so that was different just like the the vibe of friends and camaraderie is different like and i lived through both but you didn't like yeah. you never knew a time where you didn't know your entire class like no. personally not just like yeah i know their name yeah but so i still got invited to plainview's 10-year class reunion i know but um i'm still friends with them Hmm. we still went to school together like in senior year i was still like for like high school i was still friends with them and i cannot tell you how many people on there i was like i don't even know who that is but in friona literally could tell you what they're all doing right now like where they're at in life if they're married who they're married to how many kids they have it's just different you probably can too most of them probably so yeah for cammy my experience was a lot different i went to college hill and Plainview for one year and by the way we went crazy that year i don't think i've ever had more uh principal's office visits principal's office visits yeah. well uh Maybe my fifth grade year. Anyway, kindergarten, then I went to Cotton Center for two years. Yeah, first and second grade. And then I moved to Friona when I was in third grade, and I've been here ever since. So for me, like the whole trying out and stuff was never really a thing. Um, and yeah, I pretty much grew up with a very close relationship with everybody in my class. Had hung out with them all the time. Um, and still to this day, friends with some of them. Not everyone. That's, you know, what I was referring to earlier is like, I thought I was going to be friends with everyone. No. Mm-mm. Hope y'all are doing well, but. That, um, that, um, you're not friends after high school mentality. That everybody's like, we'll always be. No, nope. you won't. It's not real. If you're listening to this in high school, just warning you now. But, yeah, so I didn't really have that. But I think for me, this, I mean, when I was talking about my competitive nature earlier, 
Like, even though I grew up in a small town, a lot of people grow up with small town mentality. Mm-hmm. Of basically, they're like, they just want to live in their little square, be comfortable, graduate from here, and then they end up right back here, like, just doing the same thing. But I didn't really grow up with that too much. My competitive nature didn't come, like, Cammy was, like, always competing against other people. But for me... Like fighting for a spot. I wasn't always fighting for a spot, but I was always competing against myself. Mm-hmm. Like, everything was a... Com- I w- it was more of a competition against me versus myself because it was like, well, who else am I going to compete against? <laughs> and so, I always had that mindset. And even to the point now where, like, there's probably things I'm, like, ridiculously hard on myself now. Still trying to unlearn that, but... Here's the other... Another side of that question. Not just, like, life, but, like, the difference in... In a big town, which, again, you probably didn't experience this so much, but in the big town, you're not under near as much of a microscope. Yeah. And, like, when we lived in Plainview, my dad wasn't a senior pastor, but he was, he still had a, he built from the ground up a skate park that had hundreds of kids on the weekend that he was his ministry, his youth ministry, did all kinds of things with colleges. And, but we could kind of, I don't know fade into the background sometimes Mm -hmm. and like people didn't know your name people didn't know like you could go out to eat without people like knowing who you were or asking about certain things or whatever not in friona yeah not in a small town everything we do is done under a microscope it's like people don't real. i mean and now he's a senior pastor and now it's like um people don't realize that you're still human yeah like they think that you're just i don't know what yeah, it's I don't know what like they think you are. Expected to be perfect. Just, I mean, the expectations that I grew up in a small town, like from day one, it was like, oh, you're the new pastor's son. Yeah, but my name's Kagan. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. still a person. Right. <laughs> right. And like, people would, I don't know, there's just things that like something would happen at home. And, you know, maybe we, you know, we had we were fighting at home or something. And so the next day wasn't a great day. And people be like, are you okay? And we're like, yeah, you know, things just, we had a bad night or whatever. We were fighting or, and it's like, wait, y'all fight. Y'all right. argue. Y'all, it's like, wait, yes, we're human. I'll throw hands with Cammy. <laughs> like even like, Oh, your parents argue. Yes. A lot. Like actually. it's human. I don't know. Yeah, and, and so, so just that microscope, like, day one I walked in here, it was like, oh, you're the new pastor's son, like, and everywhere you went into town, it was not like, how are you doing, but you saw somebody from the church, and you mm-hmm. could just be like, yo, I'm having a bad day, I don't want to talk to this person, you know, yep. like, put a smile on and be like, yep. no bad days allowed, no bad days allowed, and so just th- that, and then, which is hard, like, now that we're in ministry, which is another episode, but when we're in ministry now, like, you can, and you're older, like, more mature, you can um, differentiate, like, okay, I can, I've got to compartmentalize this emotion that I'm feeling and, like, to handle this thing, but when you're a teenager and you're still trying to figure out life, like, not being allowed to have a bad day is hard. Yeah, and then, even, like, I was a little bit more rambunctious, ornery than Cammy, especially uh-huh. in school. Like I was just more willing to do things on the edge. <laughs> and so anytime I did something, like if I acted out in school, well, would your parents be proud of this? Like, um, Do you ask every <laughs> child that? Right. Like the next kid that comes in here are you gonna ask them that or are you just asking me that because i'm a pastor's kid are you kid? representing your parents in a good way probably like, do you not. ask the farmer's kid that <laughs> right like do you ask the teacher's kid that no most of the time not and friona was already i mean i'm sure every town's like this but friona i mean was just a very last name based town so i'm sure other like people felt that just as much like if they had if their grandparents had been here if they owned a business and stuff but for us it was like there was still grace in it because it's like, oh, we know your parents. For us, nobody knew our parents. We were the new people. And honestly, we weren't liked from the beginning of coming to Friona. We moved right into a fishbowl. And so, yeah, just that always of. Like people watched our every moves. Like we're real good friends with police, the police officer. Well, mm-hmm. he's now the chief of police. But if his car was at our house, 
it was like I cannot tell you how many times people would text me what's going on is everything okay I'm like we just have friends it's okay <laughs> like we're normal yeah and so it's just that was weird. never a thing in Plainview being ever being in that fishbowl of just that small town mentality of everybody's watching all the time and then for me like you know when Cammy got pregnant in high school like uh, it, I was in college yeah but it was like right after sorry i was saying when i'm going when i for me in high school that's why i said in high school but she got pregnant in college but so like for me in high school it was almost like even more magnified to be like oh is he gonna follow his sister's footsteps oh yeah all the time it was like oh is he gonna be like cammy everywhere i went and I'm like no <laughs> so i don't know just the small town mentality across the board is just it was even so bad that when I first moved here, like what I wore to church, people would complain about. Right? Yeah. Like yeah. I got in trouble for, not in trouble, but somebody got offended because I wore a jean, like a denim skirt, mini skirt thing to church, which if you know my parents at all, like the fingers by your side had to be longer. Like that wasn't a camp rule. That was daily rule. Like right. I was not, I don't even think until like later in high school, I wore tank tops. Like not that they were like overboard, but very like, you're going to be covered. You're going to be like, if I lived in this day and age, the whole like crop top crap would never fly. I'm 30 years old and I would not dare wear a crop top because I'm quite sure I'd get grounded. Like, <laughs> Like, yeah. still to this day, like, there, there just wasn't a thing. So, for someone to complain about what I wore just proves that, like, we were literally in a fishbowl and they were picking at everything. Yeah. Everything. Like, I didn't even wear, like, spaghetti straps. I didn't, I mean, tank tops to an extent. That sounds like we were, like, weird, but no. Um, like, one, sh I mean, I like, like, one shoulder things, shorts. And I had long legs, so shorts was a fight. It was so hard. Like when the Nike shorts first came out, I remember being like, there's no way I'm ever going to be able to wear these. They're too short. Because I have long legs. So like even like a seven inch short is not seven inches. On now we're like, growing and I'm wearing seven inch inseams. Uh, yeah, well, I can't say what I think about that. But <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't do it very often. Ah, too often. I mean, if you do it, it's too <laughs> oh, much. Oh, my goodness. So, anyways, yeah, it was just crazy. But Kagan never had, never knew a life where he didn't have to do that. Yeah, my whole life. like That's all so he's ever known, but me, where it was hard for me because I came from, wait, why do these people care so much? Yeah, it's not even as much as complaining. It's just an observation. Like, for me, it was just, all right, this is how life is. Like, yeah. people are watching me all the time. And I got really good at just being, which if you know me today, you still know that this is true, but I got really good at just being like, yeah, I messed up. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> where me, I'm like, why do you care? It's none of your business. Because I came from a place where like people just didn't care. Like you do you and everybody is, I'm not that everybody supports each other, but it's like, if that's what you're doing, that's what you're doing. Like, I don't know. It's just really different. And yeah. the, the glass bowl is not an easy place to live, but we haven't gotten out of it. We just no, kind of, we just, we just how to sort it. of made our bowl bigger. Yeah. <laughs> now that we're in ministry ourselves, maybe we just hopped into a different fish bowl. I don't know. But yeah. Well, I mean, even to like me and Cammy probably Cammy a little bit more than me because of Cincy and stuff, but we pretty much hardly ever don't just like post on social media. If we do, it's like, with other people so like cadence yeah basketball it's not just like like christmas it's not just like a it's, selfie it's events or, you know and like life updates it's not right and that's more for our like tracking and memory purposes but that was just like we didn't even post on social media both of us just because it was like we're already being watched i don't want social media to be another avenue of right <laughs> you can pick me apart for this too and so yeah just the overall that the glass house the small mentality for me like it was never, uh, like, I never grew up with this attitude of, like, I can just do me. It was always, I'm being watched. And then even on the competitive side, like, I was like, okay, well, I'm competing against myself. And so, which I'm thankful for now. It, it instilled a very competitive and, like, driven nature to me to the point, like, if you tell me I can't do something, <laughs> watch out. I'm going to find a way to do it. So... 
Yeah, I would say that's probably the biggest thing in just our upbringing is like Cammy got to see both and experience both. But for me, I didn't really get to experience both. So I almost grew up like limited, like as far as an yeah. opportunity and even like the people that I knew and stuff. Like I knew the same people. So yeah. that means you're having to deal with the same personalities mm-hmm. all the way up until you graduate. That's for yeah. you, you got to like... Yeah, every every year in my class, I was like, there's a very good chance I know nobody in my class next year. And like, so for us, we never did like class icebreakers because we're like, why? This is dumb. We we know each other. We know each other. Yeah. (laughs) So I would say, and then just overall, like in high school, like, because I had the, I had two different things like from Cammie's standpoint. So Cammie got a Cammie got the opportunity, even though we were being watched to kind of create her own path because nobody knew her. For mm-hmm. me though, I came into it, everybody knew Cammie. And Cammie was highly esteemed in high school. <laughs> like highly esteemed. Every teacher I didn't start there though. No, but every teacher loved you. Well, because I did what I was supposed to do, Kagan. You didn't even come to class with a pencil. Okay, but like you could have been, but you were lazy. Back to lazy. But even like when I stepped into high school, I remember having to tell mom and dad like, hey, whatever Cammy did in high school, why don't y'all just go ahead and lower the bar? Because I'm going to do me. <laughs> yeah. And so True. it was just like, and then even even to basketball, everyone's like, oh, which I, I love basketball. I probably love basketball more than anyone in the family, but it was just assumed, oh, Cammy played basketball. So he's playing basketball. Mm-hmm. Like everything Cammy did, it was just assumed that I was doing. And I was like, newsflash, everybody, me and Cammy are not, not the, the same, same at all. She studies for tests and I show up and wing it and get a B. But then know? again, going back to something I wish I would have told my older self is when I got into high school, it was not good. Like it was rough. And I did not have that, like, I'm just going to be me mentality mm-hmm. that my senior year, everyone loved. Yeah. I did not start there. I started with a pot of money in the locker room of girls who were trying to hurt me and whoever hurt me first got the money. Like, that's, that's where I started. And I had to fight past that mentally, physically, emotionally, like, and then being my blunt, outgoing self. I mean, I'm sure you can't imagine that I, like, hid from it. Because I was new. I was in a new town and these people had last names and these people were established and all the things. And then once I was like, yeah, they're just human, just like me. Yeah. Boom. I was like, yes. And so that's the positive of the small town for me is I went in with a like to high school with a massive group of friends. Yeah. Like, and then so even though Cammy like had to make her own way, nobody knew her and stuff. Every which is it's a it was a double edged sword. Everybody knew me. All yeah. the teachers already knew me. All the kids already knew me. Like You're welcome. high school's transition was <laughs> was good and it was fun and I enjoyed high school. But it, I was also being watched all the time. But by then, I, you know, I was still learning how to manage it and stuff. So it it was a plus and a, it was a good plus and a minus, good and bad. It was. Everybody knew me, which was like, everybody's watching and I had all these expectations, but also everybody knew me. So like I had friends, there was grace and it was yeah. Like, yeah. So we clawed our way to the top for senior year, you know, started from the bottom. Now we're here. Yeah. And my mentality was like, I'm not trying to do any kind of clawing. I'm just going to kind of float with the rest just, of the just class. Just get me out. Just get me out of here. <laughs> and so, Yeah. But, Which he barely did that. Ah, uh, okay. I made it. I graduated. <laughs> so that's uh, you know some topics you guys wanted to talk about. Do we have anything else on the agenda no. today? If you have questions, remember you can email them to hello at tabletalk.chat. If you have questions or comments regarding what we talked about today, um, you can email us there and we will answer them. Or if it's something that we haven't talked about and you want to know about, send them there. That's where we'll keep them all kind of bundled up and um, make sure we don't miss anything. But now, are you ready? Oh, it's that time. It is that time. So we hit all of our topics and just like Kimmy was saying, email that. But if you do follow us on social media or have our numbers or something like, feel free to reach out to us personally. We want this to not just be talking, but interactive. But we also understand like, Maybe we've gone through something that you're going through, or maybe we can help out. And that's also why we want to do this is if, you know, we can help or any way that we can, we're here to do it. But now Cammy's saying, but now, which means it is time 
for us to close out our episode with shower thought of the day. And this one's deep. And so if this is your first episode, or maybe you haven't heard the other episodes, basically Cammy comes up with a question that she had, or maybe she looked up and she asked me completely unscripted and we debate about it. But then hopefully we get to hear you guys' response. So go ahead, Cammy, hit me with it. What's more important? Doing the right thing or doing things right? (laughs) Man, that is really deep. So to me, just off of the top of my head, I would say doing things right. And the reason I say that is because you set that moral standard for doing things the right way. That is based off of other people's standard. It's good. It's good. And so I need to live up to me and what is true to me. So doing things right means I'm doing things right by me. But doing the right thing is, did you say that backwards? No, doing things right. Yeah, doing things right means I'm doing it right by me. I don't think I said it backwards. Oh, but you said more important was doing the right thing. No, doing things right is more important because I'm doing So even if it's the wrong thing, you would rather do it the right way. Yeah. So this is wrong, but I'm going to be good at it. Be good or be good at it. (laughs) Huh. Interesting. Whereas you could do the right thing, but might, might, might get there the wrong way. Yeah. Well, I don't know. When you put it that way, because there's a lot of times I, I do things my own way and I get there a different way. That's very true. So I don't necessarily do things the right way all the time, but I get there. Maybe so. it's situational. Yeah, I would definitely say it's situational. Because like handling people, I feel like you probably want to err on the side of doing what's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so this Like is you want to do the right thing instead of doing it doing things right like with people you don't want to check off the boxes yeah. you want to do the right thing by them right doing things right now if you have like an office job or something doing things right <laughs> yeah that one's tough i mean this is actually um, i mean water's still wet Nah, oh my gosh we're not going to come back to that right now but <laughs> this is a psychology question I've actually heard it um, from other persons but like basically um, it's going into your moral compass like how do you make decision what makes you and stuff so that's why you say it's situ- everything's situational you have to be able to take a situation because like I know this example they asked this in, in, or in a psychology class but basically this man was stealing medicine for his wife who was sick and he gets caught and he has to go to jail. Mm-hmm. So what was was he what was he doing right or wrong? It all depends on your moral compass, because he was doing what was right by him because he's right. looking out stealing medicine, but by the law, he's not doing he right. He was so doing what was right but didn't do the right thing. Yeah. So that's very situational, very deep. Touchy. So that would be my initial answer, but We'd love to hear your feedback and see if you guys have any comments. But that is all for today. Thank you so much for listening with us. And we will see if I make it back for week week. four. Just kidding. I'll be here. See you next week. On Disney Channel. No. No Disney Channel. Stop it. Doing the little. Yeah. (laughs) All right. See you guys for real this time. (laughs)